0: benzodiazepines in his his yeah, body i don't do Jeez. it That'll don't make your heart stop welcome to two dollars of pro wrestling podcast i'm your host aaron varnum joining me today as always slop them up boys we got cookie oh That's yeah awesome.
1: That's it.
0: That's, we... it. That's it, man. Oh, yeah. All All right. Right.
1: Tell bear. Rock and roll. Rock and roll and, forever.
0: Uh, starting off today, uh, batting uh, our lead. Uh, uh, is, it, is it a lead hitter of a lead? Yeah, I think uh, so. Batting in first. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Big Mike, what's up, Mike? Uh, what have you done this week? What,
2: what sort of things have been going in the life of Mr. Maurer? so i mean it was a kind of a casual you know week at work i actually worked the hospital four days this week yeah you were is, wearing scrubs at practice on thursday it's a little taxing i actually had to because i i've worked so late at the hospital i actually had to run straight to practice i did have clothes in my bag because i keep rugby clothes in my bag i do not keep rugby cleats in my bag forgot my kit was at the house so i ended up running touch in my golf shoes golf shoes uh, they actually work pretty well because they're spikeless golf shoes. So they're, they're like sneakers, but they have a kind of a little sh- bit of grip. Yeah, they, they, the, the tread on the bottom is made for grip. So it worked out well. Um, we had to take the long and boring ass drive of the triad to play rugby yesterday. We took 15 from Wilmington. One from, joined us from Raleigh. And,
0: and he joined like right after the game started.
2: <laughs> it's just a classic shit show. Um, we had a hard fought battle. Um, you know, I like, played 80 minutes boys. We, we, <laughs> we had a hard fought battle. We, we lost unfortunately. Um, but I think, you know, all in all, just, just we beat ourselves in terms of mistakes and that sort of stuff. But I did have a, a crowning accomplishment, which I continue to talk about because I'm very proud of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, what happened, Mike? I, uh, I was on the other side of the field. I only saw maybe a little bit of the aftermath. I, I didn't register until Mike Pulled me while something was happening and it was right before halftime. And Mike's like, dude, did you see what I did? And I'm like,
2: no, no, I didn't. All right. So in rugby there, once you are tackled, you have to place the ball on the ground. Then a ruck forms over top of that. You can counter ruck and try to steal the ball, whatever. Um, So their guy, triads guy goes to ground. Cool. Ball's kind of there. I think I'm, I think I might counter ruck. So I go, I step, I realize I'm not going to win it, Let's let's play defense. Uh, in in terms of offensively for a ruck, you are allowed to step over and try to drive a man off the ball. That's fine. So their guy, you know, hits me at my waist. No big deal. Drives me off the ball, off the ruck. Cool. Legal play. It's fine. Ball goes out. It's a free play. Um, Their man continues to have me wrapped up by the waist and continues to drive. I say, dude, ball's out. Most people at that point let go because it's a gentleman's thing. Hey, man, I'm telling you ball's out. We're away from the play. Let's, let's be done with this. Guy keeps driving. Now I'm getting pissed. Now he's got a good wrap on my waist, so I try to, like, toss him off. Well, that doesn't work, and he keeps driving. At this point, wow. the ball has been kicked away, so, you know, all... The majority of the teams are flying down the field, and this guy's still driving my legs. Was there any <laughs> interaction before this? No, no, no. It's just just... So this was a lead up because triad is a very physical team. They're at home. They're trying to get a win. They've not had a good season. It's understandable that I, I got tackled late a couple of times, which is okay. Finish your tackle. It's fine. I make a pass. You finish your tackle. I'm cool with that too. Cause I did the same thing, but that had happened a couple of times. I've gotten, you know, continuous play off the ball away from it to a little too much at this point. So I'm, I'm pissed. Cause we're like 35 minutes in this, in this game and he's still driving. So I try to toss him. He doesn't go. And at this point, I make the decision. This guy's head's at my waist. He's His arms are wrapped around me. So I'm just going to fucking DDT his ass. Mm. And I hook. I make sure I hook underneath. I make sure I get my, my wrist underneath his chin, right? Because I'm not protecting him. I don't give a shit. Right. So I get his my wrist underneath his chin. I pin my fist to my hip and I just fucking fall backwards into a beautiful <laughs> snap, snap, snap DDT. DDT. <laughs> and then... I I'm i like, hey, fuck this. Like, clearly the ref's not watching because he's I see the balls down the fucking field. Right, right, right. So then I start hammering f- fists or no, I start punching him in the sides. I'm trying to get him in the ribs and I get like three, four solid shots, like good thuds. Realize, hey, man, that hurts your my, hurting my fingers. It's, yeah, and it these, doesn't feel good. These, to these, are punch the, something. these are the same fingers that I heard in the seventh tournament it really fucked my golf game up. So immediately I start feeling that pain. I go, I'm not going to do that. And then I start hammer fisting his kidneys and just hammer. And I get like three more, three to four more just good solid fucking thuds. And at this point, everybody's trying to break us up, whatever. I forget who pulled who off or whatever, but we kind of like scuttle the skirmish. The ball gets kicked back to us, and every like half the team's like standing there <laughs> like what the fuck. And then uh, then this motherfucker hits like kept, tries to catch the ball and it knocks. And I'm like, well, that's good. It's going to be our ball right here. And then uh, for some reason. The referee takes it all the way back. It's all for naught, but they, that was the last time in that game that I got played off the ball. So, you know, sometimes you just got to establish dominance. I, I will say I, for a, just a single momentary second, but after I DDT'd him, before I started punching him, I was worried for the guy just a little bit.
0: Uh, yeah, DDT is not a, a fun move to take
2: for I, somebody. I can imagine. It he, is a lot of like pressure and because I also used his momentum because he was driving me backwards. and I said, well, fuck this. I'm just going to go to ground. I, I will
0: say you next time I want you to kick your head, your legs up when thrust, you do it,
2: thrust up, thrust okay. up <laughs> and,
0: and add a little bit more of that leverage. And that he yeah. will
2: look better. It'll be, it, it'll be a very good move. I really wish there was tape because I, I, I did. I came to you. I was like, I wish there was tape because I'm telling you, it was like, just a pristine, like, you know, like you feel like you do really yeah. well and you watch yourself on tape and it's really shitty, actually. Yeah, right. I was like, no, no, this was like, I hooked his gut, like I felt his chin and I I said, no, I got to get my hand underneath there and get there really locked in yeah. there, squeeze, and fucking dropped down.
1: <laughs> you know And you then, and done, then I,
2: you know, and then I, I made like, the oh. decision to start punching. Him. Right.
1: <laughs> What'd you say, Talbert? I'm sorry. He, he, you missed a fine opportunity to end it with a submission move like the Boston Crab. Yeah. yeah. Boston Crab. Well, I feel you like have, I, you should have, you should have made him tap out, Mike.
2: I, I really, I could have actually just kept the headlock in. Actually I did. I maintained the headlock while I was punching him. Yeah. And uh, a I, I will say I'm Panda said like he was punching me. I was like, I don't know how that guy was punching me because I had him like locked up and I'm yeah. just fucking hammering him. It felt good. It, it felt good to get a little aggression out. I'd already made a couple tackles. I'd run a couple guys over at, at this point, but just you now you, sometimes you, you hit your breaking point. I've not thrown yep. many punches punches in my life. Most of them have been on the rugby field. Um, and it, I will say this is the second time that I've landed multiple punches on the rugby field, and I've never been guarded for it.
0: Mm. There you go. There you
3: Mike, go, Mike. I would I would like you to know: Did he sell it? Did, did he sell the? Did he, did he make it?
0: any noises?
2: Um, I think I did hear a guttural grunt <laughs> when, when, when <laughs> we hit, and then uh, the, just the thud, like. You know how like you test a cantaloupe to see if it yeah, yeah it, or a watermelon that's what it yeah. sounded like as i'm punching his rib cage
0: yeah mm. so also that field was it was was pretty it was firm it was firm not a it was lot a of firm cushion field uh yeah so i do you, do you know what the game changer in uh rugby these days is being able mm-hmm. to wear uh tights under your shorts i am a tights man now because my legs
2: what? Yep. Yeah, you can
0: wear tights under your shorts now.
2: Yeah. So oh hell yes! It was part of that equal opportunity thing. They they let women wear tights forever, um, and finally they they okayed it for guys. And all the old heads are just they just hate it. I don't care. I I'm my legs it's so comfortable. My legs are not destroyed now. Like my arms are. I say this as a guy who's never mm-hmm. worn tights on the rugby field, but I did wear tights today at flag football. <laughs> and it, and what did you feel? Uh, well, I slid on the ground a couple of times and my, my, my knees legs are... are not itchy or anything. So we played Durham mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. It was
0: about three, four weeks ago. And my legs are still eaten up from that game. And after that game, I said to myself, I am going to wear tights from here on out whenever it's not seven season because seven season, you just, I would die of, of, you know, heat. But anyways, I have been wearing them. My legs are fine. I played 80 minutes yesterday, which is a big accomplishment for me. I've only done that three times. This is the third time I've done it.
2: I've done that twice in two weeks.
0: Cool. That's, that's cool. You're also 32, you. 32, <laughs> three years younger than me. So I, you know, I, I was proud of myself. I made a shit ton of tackles, had a good game myself, there we go. I did That's...
2: score the only try on our team. You did. You did. So there's that. Uh
0: cookie.
3: You. Anything. Uh, yes. Um let's see here. Uh my segment is gonna be boring because I have finals and Warrior. papers cookie. and stuff like that.
2: Cookie, shout out UNCW then. Now, well, hold on, Mike. No, I well, was gonna, to say, gonna, it's not gonna say boring if you shut them out.
3: Oh my god. You know, well, okay. Here's here's the bright the, the I don't know the phrase I'm looking for right now. Here's the, the shining light in this dark spot that I call my life right now because I'm doing papers and shit and I'm boring. UNCW, Wanda SoCon, and I'm so proud of the boys for finally bringing some hardware back and some glory back to UNCW rugby. So shout out to the UNCW rugby team.
2: Hey, I didn't realize they had that many veterans on the team.
0: Yeah,
3: I
2: didn't know that either. They have, I know of, of at least three. There's like four or five.
0: Yeah, I know of because
2: Robbie, Sam, yeah, uh, the really here.
0: tall, skinny guy. And then I think another really big, tall, well, the, skinny guy. The,
2: the big stocky, like, crayon eater. He's, he's in there, too. Yeah, yeah. I knew that there was at least
0: three or four. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's awesome. They, they've got a good team. You know, what? we've we've got a good relationship with UNCW Rugby. And
2: Pitstick Pit was telling me, which I really, I do I really, really appreciate this. is like, after the game, because they can't party on campus, they just go to fly trap cut the lights on, just cut it up. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Go. Have yeah, fun. That's awesome. That's what you're yeah. supposed to do, man. That's what we yeah. should have done. Biggest backyard in Wilmington. That's right.
0: 100%. Anything else, Cookie? Uh, uh This week, no. Uh, Toll bear.
1: Oh, man. I have... Uh, my ears are still ringing from uh, last night. I kind of have a sound hangover, but uh, last night or yesterday was the Port City Blitz in Wilmington at Reggie's, so it was... I think it was over a dozen bands playing over the course of the day yesterday. Um, And the big headliner was Weed Eater, which is uh, a huge sludge stoner metal uh, band. Uh, I mean, they tour internationally. They're huge and they haven't played a show in Wilmington in eight years. And they're from Yeah. They're from right here in town. They've been around forever. Uh, So them having a homecoming show at Reggie's was huge. Uh, I was not going to miss this, but I still had to work last night. Uh, it was sold out, so I had to go to Reggie's early yesterday around 2 p.m. and wait an hour and a half just to get one of the 25 tickets that were left. But, really? Uh, yeah, accomplished wow. that goal, though. Uh, <clears throat> you, you know, it, w- it was a scrap for the last few tickets, but uh, first time I've gotten stamped in at Reggie's and then gone to work. <laughs> so, so, I so,
0: Talbert, to- I-, I would like to bring this up. Now that you have done this for yeah. a stoner metal band, think you could wait in line an hour and a half for a cabbage patch kid or something like that in the Build-a-bear. future yep. build a yeah, yeah, like
1: if I'm there is an exclusive fatherhood.
0: toy for your beautiful beautiful child
1: yeah, there you uh, go this, this, <laughs> yeah, and this this also will be my last concert for a while so it was uh actually it, I'm okay with him zooming
2: in today why Because of the whole fucking Reggie's thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, we we may have played 80 minutes of rugby, but you were were, I wasn't at Reggie's. Yeah, you were not at Reggie's. Dude,
1: they didn't go on till after midnight, too. So the show ended at like 1:30 in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and it was loud. I did catch monkey knife fight before I I got out of work just in time to uh I had the Uber queued up outside as I clocked out and ran out from behind the bar. Hopped in uh, and took me straight there, and I jumped right in. Caught Monkey Knife Fight. Awesome local punk rock band. They're amazing. Been playing around here for years. Um, and, of course, the the main show was Weed Eater. They tore it down. They play so freaking loud. You just, you could feel your soul move.
0: Do, um, do you feel that it was louder than the time that we you and I went to go see that? Uh, Church of Misery? Yeah.
1: Yes, uh, louder than the Church of Misery. Really? Yeah. Church of Misery yeah,
0: dude. hurt my my life like <laughs> yeah, i think so. that it took five years out of
1: my ears yeah and of course uh, uh dixie dave and the boys are hilarious they're really funny on stage played an amazing set they came out to uh golden girls thank you for being a friend oh nice it was awesome <laughs> so they come out to to thank you for being a friend and they just hit those notes and go right into it man blew over his faces off there's beers flying everywhere people crowd surfing and any fights uh, no fights man it was all love it was all locals it was all love man it was it was awesome a lot of head banging a lot of pbr smashing tober
3: so, did, did anyone get injected with any needles or anything like that <laughs> this was not
0: World.
1: oh my no, bad not, not, <laughs> not unwillingly oh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I mean, yeah, there was probably was
0: awesome. some injections last night that, that <laughs> was, yeah, it was consensual.
1: But yeah, I ran into a lot of my friends that had been there. This is 1130 at the point I got there. A lot of my friends and peers had been there since four o'clock. So <laughs> you can imagine the, the state of the crowd. But I myself, uh, I stayed I went weed edge last night, just a couple PBRs, which one I threw uh, when they played the song monkey junction. And uh, that's the only song I went up for as well. I did go up front for one song and get in the mix, but yeah. So,
0: so Tolbert, you're telling me that, that since you did not have a, you know, a, a mentor, a big brother type character, like Aaron, uh, myself there to watch you and make sure that, that a shit show that did, did not happen um since I was not there, you you kept it pretty sober and yeah, it's uh, funny,
1: it's funny how that happens. You know, it's funny how when you don't have uh there uh Aaron there stoking the fire. Yeah, no umbrella,
2: <laughs> nobody to navigate the Uber situation.
0: <laughs> yeah, because cause at that point he knows that he can go on autopilot because I'm gonna be there to be yeah. like, Yeah, all right, I'll get you home. Triage, you're yeah. gonna triage
2: everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, you're hurt, Tolbert. Let's Let's see that knee after you took There's... a knee. Uh, you, you fell onto the stage. Oh, I remember that. You oh, that was brutal. game after that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. And so I always, like, sometimes I'm, I'm in the crowd and I look back at Aaron and he gives me, like, the Jeremiah Johnson nod. Yeah,
2: you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> go You're go like, Matt,
1: Matt Jackson last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I pull the ripcord and I just go. <laughs> pull the rip cord And then just fucking go. No, I'm more really like, cut the shoot. <laughs>
0: When we went to go see that band, uh, uh, the Oakley Dokley, Tolbert's like, he gave me the look, and then he comes back with three white wine spritzers and a <laughs> uh, a, a shot of tequila that ended up being a pint of tequila.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, uh, so there night, we go. Um,
1: yeah. Fun night, got home safely, and, uh, yep, now just a waiting baby. So hopefully my ears will stop ringing by then.
0: Oh, yeah. And it'll be ringing Fred at, at a different frequency at that point. Yes. You know, you Tolbert. you know, when when that baby starts crying, you'll start lactating. I know that that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> She's I, I hear is you lactate
2: IPAs. Or <laughs> Get a pint glass. Oh, Don't waste this.
0: Uh, so last week we had um, a wonderful, wonderful episode based all around. Wait a minute. Who, who did we do last week?
1: Gold dust. Gold
0: dust. That's right. That's right. That's right. So we had a a week of gold dust. Our our um our matches last week were gold dust against Marty Janetti, gold dust against Ahmed Johnson, and gold dust. I don't remember what the last one was. Was it gold dust again? Uh, anyways, so our, our finalists for this week. We're we're doing the word. Well, well
2: you said you were going to do Marty
0: Janetti. Well, let me get there. Let me get there. We just
2: you already. We we, we were listened last week. You already know that we're supposed to do. Marty. We're
0: doing a Marty Jannetty week this week. (laughs) But then last Monday we were talking about this. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. We are doing an Ahmed Johnson week. We we switched it up. I pulled a swerve on you guys. I swerved. We are now doing an Ahmed Johnson week. So on Monday, I put together this beautiful Chef Kiss, mwah, mwah, Chef Kiss rundown of three Ahmed Johnson matches. Um, maybe the best episode of two dollars steak uh, wrestling wise that we have ever had on this show. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? Uh, uh, sure, yeah, let's let's ride it. And, let's, and, and this, <laughs> this, is, this is what we're going with Ahmed Johnson, the man from from Pearl River, Mississippi. He's a classic man, he's huge, he's big. We're gonna talk all about him this week. Let's talk about some wrestling. All right, for the first matchup of the evening, Big Mike, you have got one Kona crush taking on Ahmed Johnson on one of the most underrated television shows in WWF history.
2: That is correct. So we have Ahmed Johnson, Kona Crush on Shotgun Saturday Night. That's right, baby. It got wild and extreme on Saturday night, late night. I had no idea that Shotgun Saturday Night existed. I think it was there for 22 episodes.
0: So, Shotgun Saturday Night was one, what was like half a step above Midnight Mayhem. I, I will
2: tell you that. It, it, it is, wow. I will say, watching it, it felt like modern day PWG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, 100%. Like, it is, it, it looked, it's shot in a bar. It's shot in a bar. There are hammered people peeper 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 everywhere <laughs> there, there are peepers there are peepers around Um, so yeah it's actually shot in a nightclub nightclub um and uh so we get this introduction it this is just a lot to undertake and uh
0: I, i'm glad so, that you so get bear to break
2: this down with us bear with me as i try to do this we, we come in it is vince mcmahon on commentary he's running a solo commentary play by play but he has assisted by sunny sunny and uh so you know, they're, they're showing the scene. We got a lot of wrestlers here partying up. Rocky, Maya Villa, um, some other people. And then we get Goldust on all fours. <laughs> um, shout out Goldust. Walking around like a dog. He, he sticks his ass out. And Marlena? Yeah, Marlena. You know, goes ahead and just taps it. We get a replay from last weekend yep, yep. Uh, where Marlena distracted whoever was wrestling by pulling her top so, down.
0: So he was I think it was Kang and I think it was Bob Backlund. Yes, was, Bob, Backlund. So Bob Backlund was in the audience. So, so but he, literally
2: she pulled her. T- she out. she she goes. She goes hard cam side, shows her back to the hard cam, takes her top down. So the fans on the other side clearly got a view. And then, <laughs> and then Bob Backlund runs in all just in a in a tizzy. Really, really just kind of doesn't know what to do. Um, and, and so I don't know what that's leading to cause I, I, I don't know the, the whole history and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's weird. But then we, uh, we get a sunny promo. Yep. Sunny, sunny, um, who I did not know who she was. She, I think at this time, she is more attractive than Marlena. So we, I talked, She's I don't, an attractive girl. and, uh, at this point, at a this cookie, point, not,
0: this not point, now, again. not now. Okay, and, uh, okay. So if
2: we, we get this, we get this promo and, and, you know, Sonny says, you know, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to one up her if Pam Anderson can do it then I'm going to do it too. And I'm going to come next week and release my own sex tape here on shotgun Saturday night. That's right. And then she says again, if Pam Anderson can do it, I can do it. Oh, by the way, this is January 4th, 1997. Right. Um, so the, the prime Pam and Tommy Lee. Yes. Cook. Uh, Tolbert.
1: Oh, sorry. I was <laughs> no, 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 I'm good.
2: <laughs> okay. Sorry. <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> way to ruin my, but kill my heat there. For, uh, I didn't raise, I didn't button.
1: try to cut in You did at this. All. No, I was scratching my forehead. <laughs> okay, can I
2: continue? Yeah, sorry. All right, so she cuts this promo. Um, I goddamn. Oh, but then uh, ironically enough, 30 years or 20 years later, 20 years 25 later. years later, we do find out that Sonny is a racist. Yes. A sexist. Yes. Probably. And uh, she has an OnlyFans.
0: She does, yeah. Yep, um, And so, she's
2: been arrested multiple, multiple, multiple times. Oh, how the tides table. Uh,
0: she uh, doesn't look the same now. She looks like a, mm, uh, <laughs> she looks different.
3: A I doughy was, version. A what? A doughy version of her former self.
2: Uh,
0: that yeah, she was, yeah, rode hard and put away wet.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, you know, she
0: dated, she did, I think she had a relationship with New Jack for a little bit. And
3: Dolph
0: Ziggler. And no,
2: there are, are claims that they had a relationship. That had to be like, a, he lost a bet thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he lost a bet. <laughs> uh, anyway, boys, this is on, by the way, uh, New York Channel 55.
0: Yeah, Channel 50. I, I did uh, appreciate that that was uh, the bug. And the then the and screen. I
2: believe a, a NYPD police emblem, some kind of emblem in the bottom left. Yeah, I didn't
0: know what that was about
2: either. Um. Anyway. Kona crush comes out big guy. He's surrounded by the nation of deno- denomination.
0: denomination nation <laughs> denomination.
2: Uh, oh, I'm not. I'm going to keep messing it up. Just say it for me. The nation, nation. of domination nation of domination An early very incantation.
0: Early, very early
2: nation of domination, very early incantation in the nation of domination. Um, they are for because Farouk is dealing with a kidney injury. Um <laughs>
0: sounds like me <laughs> I had the piece so um, bad
2: but then you get ahmed johnson coming out surrounded by security dude is stacked way stacked more stacked than the the last time we we referenced
0: that. i love that they have a shot of his his back
2: and it's <laughs> it's like five feet wide this, like it's he, so he wide. is he's big, big eastland down <laughs> yeah he is his thighs are literally the size of of young Michael Kiyota, who's referee. Yes. This match.
0: Oh, uh, young Michael Kiyota. I forgot. Yeah.
2: And, and I will say, again, this this is just, I watched this, and I literally thought, oh, so this is where they got the theme for Raw Underground. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> without the ropes. Yeah. Um, it's it's not great. And so we, we get five minutes of introductions. I will say this is a nine and a half minute video. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they wrestle a little bit. We get Kona Crush getting tossed outside the ring. Ahmed Johnson going out there and just working the boy. Gets him back in. Kona Crush counters another attempt by Ahmed to jump or to toss him outside the ring. And then Ahmed Johnson starts backing up, and the crowd's not sure what to do. Vince McMahon doesn't know what's about to mm-hmm. happen. He's calling, he goes, I don't know what he's doing. What is he doing? Aaron, did you know what he was about to do?
0: I I, I did not until it happened, and it was insane. I will say.
2: I will take this, what is about to happen over any tope suicida. That's right. I've ever seen. Yes. Ahmed Johnson takes a running start from the shotgun Saturday night banner. Probably, I'm guessing, 15 feet. Yes. 20 feet. He takes a running start. No trampoline in sight. But this motherfucker jumps from the ground over the top rope into Kona Crush. That man had bunnies, as Cookie would say. That's that. So, and and when when he gets here,
0: uh, Mike says, "Was there a trampoline?" I'm like, "What are you talking?" about? I was about? thinking, Why?
2: like, you know how they do the trampoline under the vault thing, and then just fucking go. Yeah, no, uh, there I was, was like, no. Tra- do
0: you think a trampoline would be able to sustain
2: the weight of one Ahmed Johnson? I'm, I don't think the ground actually was able to sustain. I no. think there's a dent um, in the concrete there.
0: It's like one of those Dragon Ball Z, like when they 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 he take off in Dragon Ball he, Z, and there's like he, a crater. He did
2: not get far into the ring, I will say, but he cleared the top rope. I don't think he even touched it. Uh no, no. I mean, how many feet? Six feet in the air? Yeah, it, it was very. It was a lot of height. It's yeah. insane, and he weighs almost three hundred pounds, and yes. he's just solid muscle. That's right. Um, probably on the juice.
0: Do you think he? Do we? Do we have a general consensus that Ahmed Johnson was on the juice?
2: He is wrestling a guy who was arrested for the juice, the juice <laughs> and a gun. <laughs> um, by the way, Kona Crush's real name, Brian Adams, Brian Adams. Sorry. Good dude. Summer Fender. of 69. <laughs> um, and so everything uh, I do, I do it for you. This, this brawl continues a little bit. Uh, we get a promo from the, the leader of the nation of
0: denomination.
2: <laughs> I'm going to keep saying. Come on, Mike, it's the nation of domination. Man, oh my god nation of domination the nation of domination um we get a little promo it's clearly early early nation work he, they're dressed like black muslims they're clean cut right. so they're really trying to like
0: the the um um
2: he's giving off a real malcolm x vibe
0: yeah malcolm x you've got the uh lewis farrakhan
2: kind of vibe but it but it's similar it's i i kind of thought about it when dark order first started they're doing the join the dark order he's talking about under um not underutilized, but just just disenfranchised groups and this sort of thing and how they're going to become one and and really kind of build up. Um, So it it tries to build to this thing. And apparently, Ahmed Johnson will be wrestling Farouk sooner rather than later. Right.
0: So Nation of Domination, kind of an interesting starting point. And then in 1996, they debuted. But the original Nation of Domination was in the uh, USWA, which is a Memphis promotion. And uh, we've talked about it before. One of my favorite original members of the Nation of Domination from the USWA version, Tracy
2: Smothers. That's very young.
0: as as Shaquille Ali. <laughs> that's
2: just that's a lot to process. Tracy Smothers, my boy. <laughs> R.I.P. Tracy Smothers. Um, and so yeah, uh, Ahmad Johnson's doing his thing. Eventually, the Nation. Is upset by this. They interfere. Um, they get a run in. It looked like D'Lo Brown, but it wasn't. It is D'Lo. Is that D'Lo Brown? D-Lo Brown? Yeah, it's D-Lo oh, Brown. it's a chubby D'Lo Brown. So,
0: so they did. So that is how D'Lo Brown debuted in WWF. <laughs> on Saturday. Shotgun yeah.
2: Saturday. Yeah, as a member of <laughs> this. Okay. I, I. Hey, shout out to me for calling that. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. He's,
0: they, a, he's definitely a fat. D-Lo they brand. never.
2: They never mentioned who. Who was. Right. Right. So. So he kind of evolves as a member of the. Gotcha. Group. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like that. That looks like D. Lo, but he's chubby. Um, <laughs> Ahmed Johnson just grabs him and fucking body slams his ass on. On oh, oh, wait,
0: are, are we? Are, we're not outside the arena yet. No, 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 okay. no.
2: Body slams him. Uh, nation obviously outnumbering Ahmed Johnson. Get him surrounded. Kona crush hit who's also Hawaiian, but white. he's Hawaiian. Um, hits, hits him with a chair, knocks him out. But Ahmed Johnson's not to be stopped. No, Ahmed Johnson and his team of people you would not expect to be on Ahmed Johnson's side um, running who All right, help me. I know gold dust ran in. Yeah. That's all I really paid. To. The, the, who were who the redneck guys in the pig? Pen uh, so
0: that is uh, the, uh, the Godwin brothers
2: Sorry, right, The Godwin brothers run in. Yeah. Um, and it's not, I mean, it's the type of people you think would fight against the nation of domination, <laughs> but it's not the type of people you think would would assist Ahmed Johnson. so it,
0: So it's almost like uh, the friend of the my type, or the enemy yeah, of my yeah.
2: enemy is my friend.
0: Right. Right. So if you have a common enemy, you can band together against somebody. And yes. this is uh, the the black Muslims.
2: I was and- like, this uh, side. <laughs> this is not what I expected.
0: <laughs> yes, Cookie.
2: Aaron, was that Hillbilly
3: Jim? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <that> Hillbilly Jim. <laughs>
0: It was. Uh, and I think all you need to know is the first part of that name of why he's trying to fight the nation of domination.
2: That would be the hillbilly portion. Um, so chaos ensues. They take this shit out to 56th Street in New York City. Live. We are live. I was waiting for the cops to get called because this black man is clearly beating up this other black man. <laughs> no, middle.
0: no, no! They wouldn't do it for that. Oh man. yeah, that's Those right. The they wouldn't. No,
2: true, true. And then a, a, this this man's gold. Yeah, <laughs> a gold man is getting destroyed outside. We by do, black man. we do. Then get <laughs> Ahmed Johnson and Delo Brown, a combined six hundred and fifty pounds on top of a car. Ahmed Johnson goes for what looks to be like he's setting up for a pedigree. It's uh, the Pearl River plunge. But he goes for the Pearl River plunge on top of the hood of the car. Sonny really worried that that's her car. <laughs> I'm like, you're not worried about the guy's neck or head or anything. Um, uh, and we,
0: as we found out, uh, Sonny's all about that
2: money. Um, she is, yes, yeah, she is. And uh, and that that ends the video.
0: Yeah, and and uh, I I think that it's funny, and I need to shout out Travis for this. <laughs> Travis found that gift and sent that gift to me on Monday. And that was the reason why I'm like, you know what? We're going to do an Ahmed Johnson
2: episode instead of a Marty Genetic. With the rider truck in the background. Yes. Uh, it was just, it was great. It was, you know, this is an eye opening experience. Obviously, last week, our first Ahmed Johnson match, never knew the guy existed. And we're did, never going to talk not, about him again. I did on this not podcast. think thighs could get that big. No. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, we get this week where I've never in my life heard of or seen. Shotgun Saturday night from yeah. WWF.
0: And you know what, man? Uh next week we might have a shotgun Saturday night episode. Maybe.
2: <laughs> let's let's just do a deep dive into shotgun saturday yeah, night. Shotgun
0: Saturday night is uh so there is one guy, and it's that guy um who posted this link, right? <laughs> This guy has like the entire
2: archive of Shotgun Saturday Night. I think I think I looked it up and it was like 22 episodes. He has got all of them on. If you read the comments, actually, it's really hilarious. Some some guy was like, I was
0: there. I went to a bunch of it was real fun. So Shotgun Saturday Night is the very famous is the home of the very famous promo where Terry Funk comes out and says, your mother's a whore. (laughs) Are you? Serious? He, he calls somebody's mother a whore and uh, it ends up being a very fun uh, shotgun Saturday night. Are you looking
2: it up now? I uh, know. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm about to do a Wikipedia deep dive on shotgun Saturday. Yeah, I'm really it, to it, it's to very interesting. Um, Yeah. Hey, shout out. I'm Ed Johnson. Shout out D-Lo Brown. Shout out. Uh, very entertaining. Nine minutes. Perfect. So, so
0: to wrap up your segment, I wanted to, to take a very serious moment. Um, This week we had a loss in the $2 steak family, um, one, uh, it, it, this was a, this was a big,
2: big deal. Judy Bagwell, passed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was going to go ahead and, oh, no. <laughs> oh, Judy, Judy Bagwell passed <laughs> oh, away this week. But- social media because we, we had a very active social media presence this week. Mostly it was Aaron Varnum. Um, but Judy Bagwell did pass away this week.
0: I know we, we brought it up a couple weeks on the podcast. We did not know if she was still alive. We wanted to kind of figure things out, and um, I, I asked the question: Is Judy Bagwell still alive, or is she still up on
2: the forklift? And we, and we found out, and that she, she was she, not in the forklift; she was in the hospital. She did pass. Travis, you know, quick on the trigger was was just so kind enough to you know and put forth this this beautiful picture of Judy and say like forever and always or whatever. Yeah, it was.
0: I, I, I commissioned him for that. I I paid Travis for
2: that. Um, with love and uh, and so we, we posted it out to the ether we didn't tag anybody we just hashtagged some things you know RP Judy Bagwell um, and you know at rebuilding buff buff bagwell retweeted it buff bagwell and gave us the praying hand emoji he did um, and then uh, it,
0: very very it was an honorable moment that buff bagwell re- retweeted I wouldn't
2: question. I wouldn't say it took off but we did get a couple retweets from it um, and then uh, and then Aaron last night yeah. Full AEW full gear popped off a little bit. Yeah. Aaron um, made a couple comments regarding. Uh, so so I look over me and ja- me and Jasmine are on the couch. And we, we see Aaron sitting on the ground. He's watching Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why the what? fuck are you oh. watching Mean Girls? <laughs> 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 and he's like, because I'm, I'm trying to find if and he's like, I'm trying to find what Brandon Cutler looks like this chick.
0: So I remember. So so Brandon Cutler came out last night in a pink tracksuit. He did. And the only kind of like my mental connections in my head, I'm like pink tracksuit, pink tracksuit. Oh yeah, the mom and Mean Girls.
2: And uh, so, so Aaron tweeted that out. That got a little, little, couple likes. He he made a Miro comment about yeah, Flash Gordon, Flash the, Gordon, the, the movie Flash Gordon. Got a couple likes. Um, and, uh, you know, all in all, I think I think tw- our Twitter is back to wh- the way I like it. We're yeah, just going to just talk shit. We're just going to do us. We don't need to create traction or do anything crazy. We're just going to put it, put it out in the ether and see what happens. Can I tell
0: you, uh, this is probably a throwback to about 50 episodes. Brad Shepard is back on Twitter.
2: <laughs> I did oh, see that. because no. He was he was shit talking. A-, a bunch of Sean wrestling Ross- journalists. <laughs> uh, he, he has it in for Sean. In <laughs> just like Sean Rastap like is it wants to be Melzer? Yeah. Meltzer buries him. Yeah. But Sean Recep just buries Brad Shepard. Yeah. And then Brad
0: Shepard's just like, I hate everybody.
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, so
0: I I've been looking at Brad Shepard. I was taking a shit today, which is very much like all the content that Brad Shepard, uh, you know, well, embo- yeah,
2: embodies what Brad Shepard is, yeah. which is so. a giant piece of steaming shit.
0: I'm like, Oh, he's back, baby.
2: Maybe I'll have to start trolling him again. Yeah, I was going to say,
3: are, are we going to see
2: a re- reigniting of the food? of, you, of the one-sided mean? feud between Brad Shepard and Two Dollars <laughs> per listening <laughs> Podcast? Yeah, we could do that. I mean, I, I gotta find the hate in my heart. I haven't had a lot of hate in my heart lately. It's all Brad Shepard's fault. Uh, you know, <laughs> coronavirus and stress really like dove me down a path of just shitting on brad Shepard. um you know i might be able to find it again because he is a steaming hot piece of garbage yeah. that deserves to be shipped out to sea anchored and left off jumped off the boat kind of yeah thing. put it on twitter
3: write it down right now mike put it yeah. on twitter
2: just hashtag <laughs> fuck you brad yes.
3: he
0: deserves a life of pain and agony uh thank you mike yeah no problem Right, for the strong style, Cookie, you have got a five-star <coughs> classic, if I've ever heard Lord of one. I mm-hmm. mean, like the implications of this match. We are at 1996, the height of of professional wrestling, at the beginning of the height of professional wrestling. You have got one. Ahmed Johnson against Stone Cold Steve Austin.
3: Yes, and we are in the Kuwait City, Kuwait. That's
0: right, Kuwait. The early
3: 90s. I wonder how much money they paid Vince.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, there was. So I looked this up, right, Cookie? There was twenty thousand Kuwaitis at this uh, event. Twenty thousand people were at this event. Oh, man, that is crazy. amazing. That
3: is amazing. And this is a time. This is around the time of the Gulf War, correct? Yeah. Well,
0: I, you know, at, at, at the end of it, I think that we it, were it, still it, occupying this uh, space I, there. At
2: this point, they were completely out of there.
0: Okay. It but, sounded well, like we were, re- were rebuilding. We're
2: probably lot. in Kuwait, but we were out of Baghdad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely out of, out of
0: Baghdad.
2: Baghdad. Uh, Cookie, yeah, okay. Were you born yet? I was born. I was
3: three. I was going to say, you guys want to educate me about what the, the time was like? Was like...
2: Bill Clinton and all that sort of shit? I mean, like, it was a very one-sided war. Um- <laughs> uh, I, th- I did. They, like, steamrolled that shit in, like, three days. Yeah. And, and oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> it was all over oil and, and stuff. And I just remember, like, the stuff on TV and just, like... It's like... Well- no soldiers doing anything. It's like missiles, just fucking destroying buildings.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Jarhead? Jarhead tells a very like good story of not Jarhead. Um, what? Three Kings with, um, ice Can cube, gold? spike, <laughs> spike Jones. Yeah. And, uh, who was the third King? Was it, uh, it wasn't Jamie. I, I don't remember, but so anyway, the, the movie was these three guys and they were so bored with, uh, the, the, being a part of the, the the Gulf War, then they ended up doing like their own thing, and ended up being a very fun movie. Um, yeah. Okay, watch it if you get a chance, Cookie. I believe that you would really like it. All right, give me a little right. history about how bored they were with that war. Oh, oh, the third person was, was George Clooney. George Clooney? It was. I think it was George Clooney, uh, Ice Donald? Cube, and Spike <laughs> Jones were the three kings.
3: That's a very interesting uh, casting job, I will say. Very good movie. I loved it. Well, anyway, back to the topic at hand. Ahmed is coming out looking super yoked. Uh, I don't even know if he was more yoked in Mike's match or my match. Like, the dude just looks.
2: I feel like he was probably born that way. He's just that big.
0: I think he's more yoked in uh, Tolbert's match, honestly. The
3: man just keeps getting bigger and bigger somehow. I don't know what he's doing. Um, (laughs) Like, I really. Okay, so uh, he comes out looking like Mike Tyson. In the early '90s, with the towel around his head or around his body, and he, you know, he's getting flowers. Jr. and Gorilla Monsoon are on commentary talking about how Ahmed is really enjoying his time in Kuwait. Apparently, he's really loved in Kuwait. Take that for what you will. I don't know what to make of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really thought he had a pretty uh, prolific. They just love big, meaty men. <laughs> yeah, they, they like big dudes in Kuwait. Slapping meat, apparently. Um But anyway. So I, so I did a deep dive into Ahmed Johnson. I really thought he had a pretty prolific football career because of how big this motherfucker is. Homeboy only played in the
2: elite for one year with the Cowboys. Really? That was, it. That was one year. That's it. I will say only one year, still more than like 99.9% of the population. Yeah. So he played
0: for the Cowboys? <laughs> he played for the Cowboys.
2: Yeah. Where did he, he play? Did linebacker. he play
0: uh, like at Ole Miss for college?
3: Uh, I did not right now where he went to school. You know, I'll look, look that up there. while you're talking. Okay, cool. Um, I never knew he had kidney problems, also, and that's what kind of derailed his title run because he was on the verge of a title run when he got the Intercontinental title. He was supposed to do a little program with Shawn Michaels, blah blah blah, get the title. Uh, Man, what could have been? He maybe he could have been the Black Stone Cold if he got those promos down.
0: Do you know what we should do? Is we should contact our one, uh, our our. He was a volunteer. He played for Tennessee. We should contact Brooks. And see if Brooks can tell us if he remembers Ahmed Johnson.
2: I would say probably not.
0: Yeah, no.
3: <laughs> um, and then uh we got across three, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, he looks like this looks like pre-King of the Ring Stone Cold. Like this is
2: before Austin three sixteen. Stone Cold looks like a guy who just like works blue car, drinks beer at night. Yeah. Yep, yeah,
3: that's it. That's it. Nothing really trash, special trash
2: truck. That's what he does.
3: Yeah. Uh, but fans are going wild for Ahmed and uh, booing the hell out of Stone Cold. So this should be an epic match. It was only 10 minutes. So let's get to the countdown. Cookies, top four. Number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> this has to be a rib on someone, but or or on uh, Tony Chimble. But Monsoon and JR get on the topic of Tony Chibble, the announcer. Right. And they say he's done a great job. And Monsoon says, Tony is such a good boy. And then Monsoon asks JR, would you consider adopting him? <laughs> So JR says, uh, no, I already have too many mouths to feed and he already eats too much. Yes. Mm. Damn. Just, mm. just damn.
0: You know, this match is an epic, epic five star classic when uh, Cookie can't come up with anything except for announcer yeah. aside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: So uh, so damn, I said, damn. And uh, I'm going to give it plus one cookie because it made me chuckle.
0: Okay. <laughs> so at least we're at least
3: one cookie in this match. Number two. Uh, what's up with Kevin Kelly in his interruption in the middle of the match?
0: Yeah. So minus so do- minus one cookie. That's it. That's so we're it. now at zero cookies. We're, we're, we're back to even. Yeah. I, I had no clue what that was about. Kevin Kelly's like, we, we wish Ahmed well. Uh, this is a great epic matchup between Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's got a man with ice in his veins. And, uh, Ahmed Johnson, we wish him well. So I think probably right after this is when probably the kidney stuff happened and and they weren't able to, because watching this match, they are definitely building Ahmed for a title run. I
3: believe. Yeah. Um, there was also, I, I read about this, like apparently he had like a death in the family, like his sister or someone was like critically ill right when he was about to get that title run again, and that kind of derailed him again. So, like, kind of you sad to a lot
0: of people. Like, he he had injuries. Uh, he had, uh, you know, sickness. And a lot of people thought he was just kind of snake bit. Like, can he I, was very over at this time. Can, can yes. I
2: just say in the American Society of Nephrology, which means kidney, um, bodybuilding, there's an article about bodybuilding with steroids damages kidneys.
0: Oh, thanks, Mike.
2: No problem. Um, so, let's go to the next
0: Nookie. wait, what is this, three? Three, yes. We're already at three. And we've had not one in. move. Three. Yeah. No um, wrestling. After That's the fun. Kevin
3: Kelly interruption, we see Stone Cold take a page out of the fans' playbook, and he offers Ahmed Johnson a flower. <laughs> it,
0: was, it was a beautiful
3: red carnation. It was. It was. And uh, you know what? As <laughs> no moves. As, as, as Martin Luther King Day approaches, I'd like to think that this is what he wanted. <laughs> he wanted to see a, a beer drinking, <laughs> middle finger waving, blue collar white man. give a very super yoked, unintelligible, unintelligible conversation having black man, a flower. In the That's Middle East. Like.
2: He did it in uh, the Middle East too. And
3: in, in Kuwait City. Yep. He had a dream. Yes. Yes, he did. It's a shame that Ahmed didn't take the flower though. So minus one cookie. Minus one cookie. Yes. we negative uh, cookies at this point? I, we are at least negative one cookie, yes. We're going to, I guess we'll go to the honorable mentions next. Uh, Stone Cold getting out-muscled in the corner, only to drop down and do about five push-ups. My comment on this, subpar form, shown by Austin on these push-ups. That's it. Minus one cookie. Minus <laughs> Jeez. We're at negative two. The audience counted Stone Cold out. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there I was did, a yes. point. Where they, the, the crowd counts stone cold out. Honestly, the match should have been over at the seven minute mark. If Earl Hebner was doing his job, this match would have been over. Minus yeah. one cookie. Minus There's one. There's no room for confidence in the strong style. Yeah, no Earl one. Hebner
2: only does his job when instructed to by Vince. Correct. Correct.
3: Yes. Uh, here we go. Did y'all know that JR made an All State in 1969 in high school as a Perfect. center?
0: Oh wow! I did not know that.
3: Yeah, I can see that.
0: that. Yeah, he he, he's he's got some meat on his bones. A five eleven center.
3: That's that's pretty short, right? Back in the sixties,
2: you didn't have to be big to play football. No,
0: no, you just had to be tough.
2: And in Oklahoma, you just (laughs) had to be white. That's true too.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Center, honestly, Cookie, is more about technique.
2: We, we did not have the biggest center, like, but he had really good technique. So it's, I mean, it's, it's the offensive line as a unit. I mean, there's individual skills, but yeah. The Think ce- of it as a scrum. The, the, the center is the, com- like the commanding. If the quarterback, and in high school, the quarterback is not calling coverages. The center is the one barking out who's got who and what's going on and, and really just kind of leading the, the offensive line. So you have it. to have a good mind. Okay. You have to have good mm-hmm. technique. And you have to be able to get the ball back cleanly to your. Back then, nobody did shotgun. You just snap yeah. that thing, but you do have to be able to snap it with a man staring you down and knowing as soon as you take that ball and put it between your legs, he's going to be coming at you as fast as he can.
0: Yeah, think of it as the hooker. Like the hooker doesn't necessarily have to be the biggest guy in the scrum. He's going to have the good technique and everything.
3: Man, I'm so glad to not play center. Anyway, played um, center a little bit.
0: I, I played it in middle school, and I'm like, this is not for me. Yeah, no, fuck
3: that. Uh, I will say Ahmed had a pretty good headlock. This is like my first move that I'm talking about right here. Yeah, yeah. He had a pretty good headlock, and he he definitely, you know, he wrenched that neck for about five minutes of this 10-minute match. So Yeah, you know just what? like
0: him and MJF. MJF winning last night
2: with a, a side headlock takeover yeah, of Darby yeah. Allen. He called it. Yeah, he said he was going to do
3: it. Uh, I, Ahmed. I think it would have made, uh, apparently, of Lewis. It would have yeah. made him very proud. I did um, hear
2: that,
0: and I'm like, oh, it's Stringer Lewis. Yeah, all
3: right. Yeah, got a little shout-out to him. But also, Ahmed, he's the epitome of uh, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, he is in this
0: entire <laughs> man. He match. is simple and
3: stupid. He just he kept it very simple. Headlocks, uh, Irish whips, and uh, very simple maneuvers. Nothing very flashy, nothing too crazy, you know? Uh, so let's go to the very last one. Uh, number four. Uh, Ahmed Johnson counters an Irish whip. Uh, after, you know, Stone Cold had his legs. He basically uh, used Stone Cold's momentum and uh, brought his legs in. He took Stone Cold out. Stone Cold hit the ring post. Uh, you know, he throws Stone Cold back into the ring. Ahmed Johnson counters an Irish whip from Stone Cold. He hits a big power move, according to Jr. And basically, it was a sidewalk slam, like you know, think WCW Booker T. And uh that's it. We get a we get a pinfall on yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh in this five-star classic. Cookie,
2: how uh, many guys in history have pinned Austin clean in the center of the ring? Not a not lot. Many.
3: There's not many.
2: Ahmed not Johnson. a lot.
3: And you know who has? Ahmed Johnson in Kuwait City, Kuwait in
1: 1919
3: 1996 1919 <laughs> 1919. 1990. You know, uh plus one cookie for that. Uh because it was cool to see Ahmed go over, but no per- Pearl River plunge. What's up with that? No, man?
0: yeah, we, we only – yeah, no. No. Um,
3: so here we go. So um, this would have been a negative cookie match if, <laughs> if I did it the way that, uh, that you should typically do it. But I, I started off with five cookies – Oh, oh okay. triggered down. You worked your way down. I, okay. I got you. I got you. I work my way down. So uh this match ends up getting three cookies. What? If, if my math is right. Um actually hold on, it might not be right. Yeah, I think it's two. Yeah, I think it's I two.
2: Say, I, I think, think it was, it's two. I think it was actually. plus one minus five. Yes. Or Minus four. So you use that or, or order of operation. Yeah,
3: that's my bad. I didn't so this is my first time doing it, boys. I apologize. Uh, but from now on, Cookie will be doing an ongoing cookie count throughout the matches or All throughout right. my countdown. I, I enjoy
0: but. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- this would not be what one would consider a uh, golden cookie nominee.
3: Uh, hell no. This might get the uh, – what what's the <laughs> the, of the golden the cookie. cookie? The burnt the cookie. The dropped cookie. The, <laughs> the stale the cookie. St- okay. The uh, gas station right.
2: cookie. It's mm. been sitting an oatmeal raisin? No, hey, one I one had a sheets raider. cookie
0: yesterday. Very delicious with sheets sheets the
3: gas station oh aaron i might call the gas station cookie award (laughs) i might call it that you know this gets the nomination officially for the gas station cookie award all right Uh, two cookies that's all i got for the strong sound pretty
0: terrible all right thank you All right, for the high spot, uh, which, honestly, we probably could have done any of these matches for the high spot. <laughs> I want to say uh, that this is uh, this is giving us a hint of who we are going to be covering next week on $2 stake, a pro wrestling podcast. Okay,
2: can I just say, as soon as I opened the link, I said, finally. We haven't had a high spot match like this in a long time.
0: Yeah, and, and finally, finally, here it is. We have got uh, one Ahmed Johnson against Davy Boy Smith uh, with an asterisk beside it. uh, Tolbert.
1: So uh, I guess Vince maybe watched Over the Top before (laughs) he booked this maybe and thought this would be a brilliant idea. I don't know what was going on. Uh, For for you those at home that aren't familiar with the movie Over the Top, it is uh, an arm wrestling truck driving movie starring Sylvester Stallone. And it is amazing he loses custody of his child and he crashes an 18 wheeler through a house to get him back. Pretty epic.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, one of my favorite eighties uh, films.
1: Yes. But anyway, um, I, so here we reason, are. I
0: think Terry Funk's in that.
1: Uh, that's roadhouse.
0: No, but I think Terry Funk is also in, in uh, over the top.
1: Oh, okay. That's let me, fact. let me look that up. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, to set the scene, we have the British bulldog, with Owen Hart at his side. Terry Funk Vince is it. It, it, oh shit. <laughs> I've to to rewatch this. Uh anyway, so we've got a we've got a table, we've got two chairs. We got your classic wrestling table set up, two still chairs, British Bulldog, Owen Hart, Vince McMahon. Um, the music hits, Ahmed Johnson comes out, and just like you said before, Mike, they get uh uh, a shot of his back that's kind of the shot they open up with and it spans like the whole view of the screen this it's, guy it's is wild huge this guy is massive uh he walks up to the ring he doesn't jump and clear the top rope so he does like uh like a box jump onto the curtain so that's like what like four and a half feet yeah and just lands clean and then steps over the top rope of course he's massive um and British bulldog is not a small guy and he kind of dwarfs them <laughs> a touch, but we have ourselves, uh, this is billed as an arm wrestling match. So the two are going to face off, um, I didn't quite catch what the prize is or, or why they are arm wrestling. Yeah, but I didn't, I I didn't see just that either. wanted to have a little fun. Uh, and so here we are. Uh, Owen is not happy with the setup, not happy with his opponent. He doesn't think it's fair because Ahmed is all oiled up. He says it's not regulation. He, he's all oiled up. Look at him. He's got to wipe that oil off of him. Get it off of him, right?
0: The, the irony of that is... In the same shot, you see Davey boy is also all
1: oiled (laughs) up there. All three of them are just glistening <laughs> Oh yeah, but so Ahmed uh, wipes the oil off of his hands via the referee's back. He actually grabs him by the shirt, untucks it and wipes it on him. It's a hilarious little shot and he says, come on, let's do this. All the while, Owen won't stop bitching about the setup, about the rules, uh, about the uh, his elbows not on the right spot of the table. and every time they get started, Owen interrupts, cuts it off somehow to sabotage it. Finally, the ref has had enough. He's like, you're out of here, man. I don't want hear another word. You're out of here. More refs come uh to to um to get him out of the ring. He doesn't want to go. He doesn't go quietly. They finally get Owen out, and here we go. One, two, three. We have ourselves an arm wrestling match. Um, I was trying to tell you if they actually arm wrestled or <laughs> if it would, uh, they like uh, I don't know. Figure out who's gonna win in the back. Uh, I'm not sure, but they,
0: that uh, that was definitely a worked arm. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you don't really see the biceps flex. No, <laughs> no, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> you,
1: you don't see any veins bulging. Uh, Ahmed eventually wins the match via the grip of the table, mm. uh, which is no. You can't get. You can't use that leverage. I think Ahmed would have had him anyway, even without the extra grip. But needless to say, uh, British Bulldog's pissed. Man, he's he's not happy about this matchup, about losing the arm wrestling match. So he does what anybody would do, and he hits him with a steel chair. Right. I mean, that's what I would do, it's and of course. You know, he, he gets him down, and there's two chairs, so he hits him with another one, hits him a few more times. Eventually, the cameraman takes a, a chair bump yeah. from one of the chairs. Very close. Very
0: close to breaking the
2: camera.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I thought a chair, like, almost went through the lens, uh, sends a cameraman for a tumble. Uh, so a good laugh there. Um, you know someone's going through a table. I mean, it's in the ring. British Bulldog sets it up in the corner. <laughs> ECW <laughs> style, right? You know, just propped up there. Uh, and he goes to Irish whip uh, the bulldog into the table, but he reverses it, throws Ahmed into the table, hits it hard. Very, very hard. hard. The thud, and audible, just loud thud. The table does not even crack. And, and,
0: and there's a huge grief spot on <laughs> yes, the table.
1: So after he hits the table, they pan into this huge oil slick, the, <laughs> the shape of Ahmed Johnson's back on, on the table. And you can tell he's just... He's not getting enough friction to go through it. He's just sliding off of it as he hits because British Bulldog is pissed. He sets it up again, tries to throw him through again, and yet does not go through it. It doesn't – I mean, it doesn't even budge. Um, Ahmed's laying on the ground, I think, just because he's actually in pain <laughs> from taking these table bumps. British Bulldog picks up the table and drops it on Ahmed, but it kind of – Slips off? Rotates a little bit from all the oil – and he, Ahmed just catches the edge of this table onto his lower back. It's pretty brutal. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We had the more spots of British Bulldog jumping on the table while it's laying on Ahmed. Uh, eventually, he picks it up and drops it on him again. <laughs> Flexes, you know, his classic, I'm British Bulldog. I'm the strongest. I'm the best. He, he takes off, leaving Ahmed just helped out of the ring by referees. Um I, you know, wincing and in pain <laughs> as he and gets Can up. you
0: uh, d- also describe one of my favorite things throughout, uh, because I, I, for one, am going to offer up my own uh, haiku as well today. In addition to yours, can you tell me about some of the cutaways to the audience? Who do they keep going to?
1: Well, they keep going to his wife, the British Bulldog's <laughs> wife. <laughs> it's and, just sitting and,
0: in the audience.
1: And, and you see, <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up. Um, you see her uh, when he loses the arm wrestling match. How just she's disappointed.
0: Yeah, th- there is there is definitely a look of I married the wrong man. Ooh. Yeah, it's like to, uh,
1: it, it's like that magician sketch where uh, on I think you should leave. <laughs> he made a fool of you. <laughs> Uh, but yes. And then uh then they cut back after she he beats the shit out of him with a table, and she's like, all right, you know, but she's still looking at Ahmed.
0: How different the uh heart uh foundation would be with Ahmed in, instead of the British Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> I can
1: beautiful. see him in that thing, but now
0: <laughs> Cookie's losing it because of <laughs>
3: I'm thinking of the interracial heart family, what that would look like
1: 10 years down the road. This is, this is our adopted son. Oh, man. Well, he doesn't look Canadian.
0: I would love to see video of Stu training with Ahmed in the dungeon. <laughs> even fit in the dungeon. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think he would fit in the dungeon.
3: Fuck
1: the technical wrestling. All those oh. kids
3: are just fucking powerhouses. Oh.
1: All uh, right. I don't want to uh, get ahead of myself. I think I know how Barb's haiku is going to go. Yes. Um, oh, I, I would, went the opposite would, direction. <laughs> Yes, cookie.
3: Yes, cookie. Real real quick, uh boys, I audibly said during Tolbert's match multiple times, I was like, that's not how you use a table.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just sliding off of it. That table is
0: is very tough. I will say that 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 was a tough ass table.
1: It was was a Japanese American table. It was a hybrid.
0: It's a hybrid (laughs) table. (laughs)
1: Someone forgot to to, to work it. Someone Uh, forgot to swap it out. You can
0: tell that it's got everything. Like, when it flips over, you're like, Jesus Christ, that was,
1: yeah, no. Someone fucked up. (laughs) All right, Tilbert hit me with your haiku. All right. Owen sets it straight. Bulldog goes over the top. Ahmed's all oiled up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, my first line for my haiku is, Ahmed is oily.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was.
0: Davy boy is a poor sport. Mm. Disappointed wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was. She <laughs> was very disappointed. All right, okay. that is
0: it. So yes, Toler.
1: If I'm not mistaken, British Bulldog doesn't have much of a British accent, does he?
0: Uh no, no, he definitely does. He definitely yeah. does. No, he's right, definitely British.
1: I was wondering, uh, is his wife British?
0: No, his, his wife is Canadian. She's a part of the Hart family. Oh You're kind I'm of British. British. It's it's that's
1: Brett and Owen's sister. She's like British cousins. All right, man. Things would have got really interesting if Ahmed was in the Hart family. That's, that
0: that was the joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Over thank you.
0: Uh and and so that there it is. so our final match this week was uh Davy Boy. Uh I I believe next week we could do a Davy Boy Smith. You don't uh, wanna you don't wanna do Cona Crush? We do not want to do Kona Crush. No, we're doing Mr. a Davey Boy Smith. No, no, Steve Austin. It's too easy. Kona Crush is... is. Yeah. A, we're doing a
2: Davey Boy Smith episode. Well, that's what you said last week about
0: Marty Jannetty. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll go back. We'll circle back to a Marty Jannetty episode we'll put, a pin in in it. we'll put a pin in it. We'll put a pin in Marty Jannetty. Maybe there's a Davey Boy Smith versus Marty Jannetty match that oh. I can find.
2: Really get deep with it,
0: and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Davy Boy Smith is an underappreciated wrestler that I like. To, I like to talk about every once in a while. Plus, uh, Travis is a huge Davy Boy Smith. Man. Well, I feel like we've done some Davy Boy stuff. We've only done a couple. I just All right.
3: personally, I just want to talk about Marty Jannetty trying to find a new girlfriend. To uh, yes, his, yes, his trifecta.
0: Yeah, we we can talk about that as well. So maybe Marty Gennetti, the Marty Janetti's always going to be like. Uh, what what was the show? Is it Jimmy Kimmel where he's like. We, we want to apologize to Matt Damon for not getting him on tonight. It, it's every episode he ends the show with, I want to apologize to Matt Damon. He is going to be our Matt Damon. I want to apologize to Marty Jannetty for not getting an episode for him uh, this week. So uh,
2: We'll keep searching, though. We'll
0: keep looking for a good Marty Jannetty match. Anyways, thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast.